we're here. We're excited. We actually sit down and we're together for, I mean, not us, but we have a guest that we're excited to have on. Mr. Yeah. Lorenzo. That's your fucking 3K, baby. Here we go. Holy Do you go by Lord Enzo? Well, that's all I was gonna ask you. Should I go by like my government name or by like my <laughs> gamer name? But no, like my name is Lorenzo Rodriguez or Lord Enzo on the internet world. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you guys for having me. This is I'm like nervous, but there's like there's like 20 producers here, 50 cameras. We're chilling, bro. We got 20 people in the crowd. We're nervous to be in your presence, man. You're you're the things that you're doing are so cool. Thank to, like you, watch behind the scenes, and like for sure, we'll kind of dig into everything. But yeah. um, I want to kind of start off with like someone you didn't know asked you what you did for a living like how would you kind of you know for us like in high school and i kind of say this every episode but i used to use spark notes a lot so okay. like when I, when I would go like i wouldn't read the book so yeah, i'd want like the quick cut version so like the spark notes version of what you do and who you are and like that sort of thing yeah man. and so I, I think like i'm still trying to figure that out at the same time so <laughs> Um, 26 years old, so I'm kind of figuring out like how do I be an adult. Um, I just got a job at FaZe Clan as their newest creative strategist. Hey. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, so yeah, what do I do there? I just got a job, like I said, got a job at FaZe Clan, um, one of the world's biggest esports and gaming and just lifestyle companies ever. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really cool. I do content creating, a lot of gaming stuff on the side. Not really on the side, I really just find a way to just put them in tangent together. Yeah. Um, and then I just graduated grad school from LMU here in LA. My guy. Uh, in marketing specifically. So Hell yeah. I'm kind of just trying to tap in into every passion, every industry that I'm that I'm touching. But yeah, man, like right now I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out this at this point. So. I feel a lot, man. Thank you. You're doing a lot, and that's that's cool. I think that's what life is about, right? It's like t trying all these different yeah. things and figuring out which one you like and which one you want to run with. I yeah. feel like so many people kind of get caught in that rat, rat wheel of life, like. Yeah. Oh, I have to do this because or, it pays. Or they try to like only focus on one thing. They're like, oh, I gotta just only do this. I can only do this. this I, is the only I did way it when works. I was a kid. I, I like I was religiously like just purely soccer, 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 hey. soccer, and everything. My dad was in the military for thirty years, so I lived in Germany. I lived in Italy. Nice. So like it was literally just all soccer. I played in college. Played in dude because soccer is so. like the everybody in the world yeah, plays soccer. Everybody. Every country has. Yeah, it's team. a religion yeah. over there and uh it was definitely something that as a kid growing up i was only strictly like one thing one thing one Dude, thing that's and the older i'm getting i'm like oh you know what maybe i want to taste this i want to taste that i want to taste this so i'm just trying to put my hands in all types of pots man and, i feel uh, it going from there oh yeah yeah, yeah, dude, my my dad fucking had me soccer every single day. Really? Like, I was in like three different teams. I was in uh, indoor soccer, and then I had two teams on the weekends, Damn. and then every day it was just like he really wanted me to do that. Right. And then you beat me in a race, dude. I thought <laughs> that he was gonna beat me. I swore. I was like, this, there's no way. He hasn't played soccer in years. I'm yeah. Holding a every single day. Yeah, yeah. It's that muscle memory. Yeah, and I don't love that. And I don't, I don't work out too often, so it's like he's really surprised by it. You got um, years to go, man. Yeah. I, it took me years to get that speed. Dude, that makes a difference, though. The yeah, sun like, was yeah. in your eyes. Yeah. The rotation yeah. of the earth. Exactly. You know. The eclipse was <laughs> setting in. The eclipse. <laughs> Gravity was a little <laughs> bit more than usual. Yeah, it was in. It was nine point nine that day. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get started in like gaming, man? You've been doing it since you were a kid, or yeah. So I've been I've been in the gaming world since like StarCraft One Brood War. So my dad was stationed in Korea back in you know before I was born, and uh, literally like when he came back to the states and whenever I was born, he brought StarCraft with me. So when I was like two years old. That was like one of my first games that I've ever played. Um, so I've always been into PC gaming. Always been into just gaming overall. Um, fast forward into like to college, I tore my ACL, broke my ankle, finger, you name it, I've done it. So one way to like not be ostracized by my teammates and like still be in that like team camaraderie and just like have that competitive drive still. Uh, I remember like I would put my leg up, iced up, ready to go, and then still like grinding and 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 playing with my teammates and from, yeah. on the esports side, and because uh, I just like I love the competition, I love like just working for something and then just seeing it whether you succeed or not. That yeah. was, it was just like the grind aspect. Yeah. I'm sure you guys can yeah, also relate yeah, yeah. to that 100. percent And uh, yeah, so uh, the gaming aspect has always been a part of my life. Literally all my life was go to school, soccer practice, and then come back. Homework was like for later, but then it was gaming, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that's all I, I really did. I, 
really wasn't into like the partying scene and, and all that stuff. So it was really just those three things were like around my life all the time. Um, and then, you know, fast forward into college with injuries, um, got in and uh, when, I, when I got my ACL, I was able to get into my first like semi-professional uh, environment um, with one of the games. And uh, ever since then, that was like 20, 2015, I've been in the esports scene for that long. Yeah. You name it, I've done it like, you know, whether it's general management, streaming, being a player, going to tournaments, uh, you name it, I've done it. So. That's insane. That's sick. That's so yeah, funny. That's How cool. old are you? 26. 26. Whoa, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, feeling yeah. a little older, but I like to tell people, like, you get better with, like, like wine, you get oh, yeah, finer exactly. with time. Yeah, so. definitely, dude. You, yeah. Everything you start experiencing, like, yeah. yeah. You're so young. Like, does that excite you? Like, it does. Yeah, it so also like, scares me. Grand it, it scares me because I'm like, damn. Like, I was talking to my mom the other day. I'm like, man, like, I've really, I've really done so much. I'm very, very blessed and grateful for that because I know, like, just, like, traveling the world, for example, like, being a military kid, um, not many people get to do that in their whole life Dude, so some, some people don't even leave their city ever yeah and I, the fact that i've done that before like age 30 i'm like okay i like it's a good way for me to remind myself like okay you don't have to feel anxious or, or overwhelmed at, the, at times and as everyone goes through that shit you know so oh yeah i can curse right yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i should, probably should have asked before but uh but yeah like those are the, those are like the constant reminders that i'm always like thinking like okay instead of like freaking out it's all it'll blow by that same day and then just keep moving forward so Nice. I love that. I love that mentality. What what game? So StarCraft? That was like the initial one? StarCraft when I was like little, little. Okay. So you got, you know, the Star Wars games, the Battlefront 2s, the Call of Duties. Halo and Gears of War were really my big two things. Fuck yeah. Uh, Halo. Yeah. Dude, oh, Halo man. 3? Oh Halo my god. 3. Dude. I remember I competed with my with my older brother. I was, I just got to Germany. I was fifth grade and him and I, he's about three three years older than me. And him and I, uh, we competed in our first Halo, I think it was Halo 3. Halo 3 just came out, and we got to compete against other, like, military, like, airmen and Marines hey, and Army. Yeah. And we were, like, I think we ended up, like, fourth place out of, like, 20 teams or something. But I was, like, you know, 10 wow. years old, 11 years old. Yeah, and uh, I, I remember that day, like, that same year, my dad was, like, all right, I'm never going to play with you guys again because we just kept beating him. He was, like, <laughs> at that point, it was a pride thing for him. So he was, like, no more, no more. So... Wow, so this yeah. shit is like really in your blood. It's, 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 like, it's rooted in, man. Sports and video games has been just all my life. Yeah. So That's cool. So you have that like competitiveness from the sports and from oh, like, the yeah, so what I love to What I love to bring is like whatever I learned in soccer, I was able to bring that to my esports teams and, yeah. the, and the different, like even in my own content creation that I'm doing now, like the discipline, um, you know, not being, I know in the gaming world, like a lot of times people get like that socially awkward stereotype and that's something that I was able to learn. Yeah. Being yeah, because I mean, you always got to play with your teammates. You got to yeah. be good with your teammates exactly. all the time. Yeah. So, and then dealing with just adversity in general is just something and resiliency. Like being a military kid, resiliency is like the number one thing. Whenever I apply for like jobs and stuff, and they tell me like, "What's like your number one?" Instead of being, oh, "I'm a hard worker," like, "Yeah, that's all cool and all," but whenever I use like the big word, the SAT word, resiliency, yeah. everybody gets like, like "Oh, wow!" I need, <laughs> I need to look it up later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was like something definitely like my dad, and then not only just being like in the military community definitely taught me for sure. So. Oh, yeah. So your parents were always cool with you gaming, like never gave you any shit. Yeah, because I was I was good in school. Okay. So, so kind of like, All right, yeah, they're like, playing you're playing too much, but what can we say? We can't really say anything. Yeah. Do your yeah. thing. You're not doing drugs. You're not you go. going out doing crazy things. And yeah, so that's definitely a better like alternative than like, having your kid out partying yeah. and shit. It's like, yeah, yeah. my kid just sitting at home gaming. You know, yeah, doing I mean that's the thing. I tell my communities like, especially like in a being in a minority household because my my parents they're Puerto Rican. And uh, being in a Latin family, it's like video games is still either, I tell people like either become like a rapper or you join the military, like it's a, or you do drugs. Like there's, yeah. unfortunately those are like the three things that a lot of like, a lot of people in our communities go through and deal with. So the fact that gaming is being more accessible nowadays is definitely it, something that- It's fucking crazy how yeah. much like it's been accepted. And like now, like literally you call it a sport and it's like, yeah. and I never thought like when I was playing Halo 3 back in the day, like yeah, yeah. I didn't think like, oh shit. People are going to make so much money on right, it or, right. you know, travel the world and shit, yep. tournaments. Yep. That shit's crazy. Wild. Yeah. And it's yeah, only going to get better yeah. and bigger. Like, they well. sell out fucking arenas yeah. to watch these dudes play. It's crazy. Yep. And yep. girls. I wonder how much of a shift that is for, like, parents that grew up, like, you know, in the like 80s yeah. and 90s. Like, yeah. that, that shit was, you know, you're, you can't game for that's a little bit. Right. You can't that's, do that. That's the last like, thing they thought. Now yeah. to see it, you know, come where it is now and like I'm sure there's even parents now that are still like I mean, you know, yeah, there's anything with gaming and it's still and it's still and, I, and I'm hoping like with with organizations like FaZe 
that they're able to branch out to not only just gaming or content, it's more just lifestyle in general. So yeah. that's that's why kind of like why I was brought on to like to touch all those verticals and like and just phaseify is like what I like yeah. to tell people. Um, and yeah, oh, yeah, so like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can be that that bridge between like yeah. you know, showing people like, hey, there's other options to right. doing this life. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be in this spot. You don't have to do this one right. thing. Like you can do what you love to do. Right. Like, that's the big thing. Like we try to preach is like, dude, like. You don't have to sit at a ninety-five your entire life. Like there's yeah. all these other options. I love that 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 um, nine to five mentality is like it's no longer existing. Like everyone's on their shit now, and I right. fucking love it. And right. even the people that are at a nine to five, it's like you, but, they're at that ninety-five and they're grinding after. Like you yes. were telling me earlier, it's yes. like all right, you're gonna put your you're gonna do your fucking work, but as soon as you get home, like that six to two or six to twelve or whatever yeah. it is, like you're grinding on your shit yeah. and like. That's how we all are. Like, I go home and edit videos, or I'm trying yeah. to film something, I'm trying to put out content. Like, it's so it's that grind. It's that. that I'll admit, grind. I even work on my own shit whenever I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully they don't hear me on that one. Bro, you have to. Like, that's just how it is. Like, especially, I mean, especially if you're like ahead of your work. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, shit, why not? Yeah. I'm still like going into work, like fucking working on my own stuff. Yeah. I'm supposed to be working on something else. It's just like, oh, crazy, dude. But yeah. um, so you recently just wrapped up phase one. You were in the yeah. phase one competition. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. How how was that experience? Man, it was a roller coaster of emotions to say I'm the sure. least. Um, for those who don't know, the phase kind of released a recruitment challenge, and there was over. I don't know, 30, 40,000 submissions, not even on top of the people who were, you know, hesitant of joining and then ultimately didn't, or just people who, you know, registered, but they didn't get something in time. Um, but at least like 30, 40,000 different submissions around the world. And uh, there was a recruitment challenge uh, that FaZe uh, sent out to their community. You won a million dollars in crypto, in crypto sponsored by MoonPay. Uh, then you had uh, $250,000 by our friends over at Ghost. Uh, in cash, and then you had a, a brand new Nissan GTR. So there was there was a lot of oh. on the line, and for me, wow. I was like, you know what, like, and my mom. Every single time I was like, mom, I don't care about that stuff. I don't care. <laughs> like, she's like, no, you need to fucking care. Like, that's <laughs> it's gonna change your lives. Like, no, cool. I just wanted the word phase Lord Enzo my name. That's all I cared about. Yeah. Um, and you know, my goal was just to make it to the top 100. Uh, and then ultimately getting into the top 20 was like, I was like, oh shit, maybe we can win this thing. Yeah. COVID had other plans. Oh, yeah. um, I got COVID, they, I was like one of the first, in the first three to get COVID. Unfortunately, they didn't stop the competition until like three or four other people got it. Wow. After that, we were all quarantined for a week in the hotel. And uh, oh. yeah, and <laughs> the, like bro, the, the worst part is it's like, we're two and a half years into this pandemic not a single symptom. I'm uh, triple vaxxed. Uh, <laughs> like this is just like this is God from top to bottom. He said, "What the, the hell are you timing. doing?" Yeah. So not yet. Yeah, exactly. Yet, yeah. So I um that that was like one of the things I was like one of like the storylines that I was doing for because you know content creation doesn't stop yeah. just because the comp you're out of a competition. Like yeah. you still keep going, and um and that, it's a gift and a curse to have that mindset. But uh, what I, the storyline was like for me, I was like the only thing that could stop me was like literally, you know, something like God, because it was the only person that yeah. could stop me. And that, I was really rolling with that and people were like really fucking with me on that and people were like getting inspired because in the whole top 100, I was looking at like all our internal records now that I have access to it. <laughs> uh, I was like number 97 or something in, in when in terms of like audience size. Yeah. Um, and so like competing with people with like millions and millions of followers on TikTok. Uh, one of the people in the top 20 had 11 million, like, and I, like my biggest is, is Twitch and I, I just hit like 2,800 followers on there. That's so a like, lot. That's a lot though, dude. It, that's on Twitch, worse. it's, yeah, that's bro, it's, it's a right grind there. on Twitch. Yeah. Um, getting a live audience is, is so, so incredibly difficult. Yeah. Um, and so like, for me, I was like, just to get into the top 100, I was like, that's all I cared about. That's I'm huge. happy with that. And then I'll get to the next step. Um, and so that's kind of like the whole phase one process, getting into the warehouse, finally being able to compete. Although I got out the first round, that's all I cared about. That's all I cared about. It was a heartbreaker, but man, it, it was a it was a good experience. Builds that you know resiliency, it builds you up, and and you come back again you know next time and back back and better. And I think it's a big win for smaller creators, right? Because like that was a big thing in my head. Um, I actually did the, the phase one thing too. Like I applied and like I didn't make it through, but I like put it out there because you know whatever happens happens. 
And so I just, I wanted to see some smaller creators on there. Like I, I think that's a big win for people that like get in their head about like, right. I don't have a million followers, who am I? Like yeah. I can't be on phase, I can't do yeah. that, you know, like that. I mean, I don't think what people understand is like when you when you do like content creation, there's like that level or that side of it that people don't see is like I'm putting like I'm giving the public all this ammo to use against me. Yep. So what like getting into the like now that I work at phase, one of the things that like I still kind of navigating is like kind of realize like a lot. Everybody in the company knows who I am, but I don't know who they are. And then like the fact that they can just go through my social media and just. Nobody's done that, but just yeah. like that was like one of my fears that I was having. Like, man, like even though I don't post like crazy shit or anything, it's just like the fact that like if I'm like you, you've seen my streams, like I'm always screaming and yelling, and oh, I have man, all these things. Great. Like right now, I'm like I'm like in the Zen mode right now, but like it, it's <laughs> it's like like that's like the level like that's like that that not necessarily alter ego, but that's like the side that you don't get to see in the corporate world. So like yeah. the fact that they've seen it without me even like you know, hey, here's my here's my content. It's more like it's just put out there, and that's what people don't understand. When whenever like creators like whether it's shitty content or the best content possible, it takes a lot of it takes a lot to to uh, put yourself out there. And I have a respect for both of you guys, and then anybody else that's watching that's also a creator or people who are thinking about doing it because it's it's tough. Yeah, there's this weird like like I don't know if it's a stigma that people have about creators that it's like, we we don't work hard. It's like dude, and the oh fucking amount of that's work that we put. Of what what we do is yeah. like the social media aspect is like one percent. Yeah. yeah. The pre planning is like the the two hundred percent that people don't see. The pre planning, the everything, even even scheduling that. like like all right, I gotta post this. You gotta think of a caption. You gotta know the what hashtags, hashtags to use. SEOs, what time? Yeah, like dude, everything. everything. So it's like when someone says that about someone, they're like. Oh, uh, or like that. Usually, it's like girls are like, "Oh, she does this post photos." I'm mm -hmm. like, "Dude, no, she's no, getting she re is, she's getting really good yes. photos." So she either she's she's taking them or she's hiring and a photographer. You plan. You gotta yeah. plan it. You gotta stylize the shoot. You yeah. gotta get your outfits. You gotta get the makeup. Yep. And then you gotta edit, and then you know everything. So when people fucking say that, I'm like, dude, they're it's, putting in work. It's a lot of and work. And you got Emirates respect for yeah. sure. We have to have like a huge, you know, uh, like a good mental outlook on stuff too, because we're constantly. But like we have a huge output of stuff, right? And yeah. and we're not always getting anything in return for it. So it's like we have to build again that resilience to like, yeah. all right, I'm just gonna keep doing it. Yeah. I'm gonna keep doing it regardless of like what I'm getting back. Right. And like you know, we have to have that mentality constantly. It's something that we get out on not you know on our asses all the time. It's yeah. like, bro, like why am I doing this? Like it's yeah. so much fucking work. Yeah. And like it's not working. Yeah. But you know, you just deploy patience, persistence, you yeah. know, and just keep doing it and continuing and continuing eventually like something's gonna catch on no i mean that's why like for me and it's funny because like i used to be only like oh like this video didn't hit hard or this photo didn't and then i started realizing my content started getting better when i was like you know what like okay. i really just don't care i just want to have fun just fun yeah just the have having fun, fun thing yeah. Yeah. That's where it yeah you gotta have that that switch of like just doing it because you love to do it genuinely right. and like you would do it if you didn't get paid. Oh, hundred percent. And that's why, like, I know my mom like still like irks me whenever she she like I told her like, I don't care about the million dollars for phase one. I was like, no, I literally just <laughs> want to do it because I genuinely love it. And people always ask me like, oh, how do I get into streaming? How do I get more views? How do I? It's like, dude, like just just start. Just, start. <laughs> just click that go live button or click that publish button. Like, even if it's like, I was I was looking at it the other day. I was looking back to like one of my first videos, and like the lighting was like super bright. It looked like like Thor's like lightning was just <laughs> there and just like it was not going away and I had like braces I had like my like everything was just really bad about that video but like I had a good time filming it yeah. and uh it was like one of my worst ones but it's like one of my most viewed ones hey. um and so like that like if you just throw yourself out there and just have fun with it like don't worry about the money obviously you have to find a ways to eat but that's when it comes to that grind of like okay you have your nine to five or your your eight to four whatever it could be your schedule and then what's your what's what are you doing outside of those hours and that's like where really like the like when you're tired that's when you really notice that's like okay this is it. when you got to put it put it in more work it's so. like when we're working out it's like yeah. you're like you got to get that one more that one that more and that's more. that one more will get you to your next goal yep. for the next week exactly so, yep damn that's oh i love how everything connects oh, oh that's crazy four, yeah. four, yeah. Four, yeah. Four, it's like tired me up right now like i gotta work on something what are we gonna do yeah, so we, we definitely get in our heads about that a lot, and like it's it's cool to hear from somebody else that's you know moving and, and progressing and doing it, and it's 
it's important to, to have that like, whew, all right, like, you know, eventually like, yeah, it'll catch on, it'll, it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. But. I mean, I, I tell people like, if I, if I can make it, like literally anyone can make it. <laughs> Cause you know, I, I, there was another recruitment challenge that I did last, about a year, year and a half ago now. And I won the whole thing. And I literally had like 256 followers on Twitch. I, I'll never forget that number because that's the number I go back to. And I remember competing against people who were Twitch partners. And for those who don't know, that's just basically you're verified yeah. uh, on Twitch. Um, you know, ex-professional esports players, people who already with huge, huge followings. And um, the fact that I was able to win it just purely on off of my ideas alone was like, okay, like I can, I, I have something here. And and I think that's what. The modern day content creator is like you can't look back of what like the Logan Pauls did or the um, you know the Doctor Disrespects or the Tim the Tatmans like those OGs that have been doing it for a very long time. Like in 2022, that that rule book or that blueprint is like it's there good for foundation, it's but era. like it's it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely completely different. And the fact that what I try to do is like I try to just infuse like all my passions together. I love fashion, I love gaming, I love sports, and then I love music. I I can't like write music or produce it but like i just find ways to just incorporate it yeah. in myself and it's bro. yeah you have, to be, you have to be so many like multi-faceted DJ, right? exactly like that's why i appreciate streamers so much because that shit's so so fucking hard dude yeah. like you have to just be you know you have to make sure it's visually appeal appealing yes. you have to be that character yourself yeah. deep, like all these different things so dude what you do like hat, hat off and then on top of that you're like trying to do your own social media stuff you're being more you know on there yeah. and like now you got a job like that yeah. you know so it's a lot it has like streaming ever uh how do, how do i phrase this like was there ever a time where you're like shit like i don't think i'm gonna be doing this like when you're streaming with those low numbers you ever like yeah. your head and stuff i think um when i trying to navigate the corporate world so literally just i've only been doing phase for about five weeks literally week one week two so it's very recent that I had like that midlife quarterly crisis. <laughs> um, definitely, there's there's definitely times where, you know, one stream I'll have like 40 average viewers, and then another stream I'll have like 10 average viewers. I'm like, shit, like, am I just am I was like funnier before, or like I feel like I was funnier today than I was yesterday. <laughs> and it's just like there's just what I've what I've noticed is like, and what my dad taught me like growing up is like control what you can control. And there's just so many variables. Even though we can control the SEOs and the hashtags and all these big marketing terms, but at the end of the day, it's like what content is, is just like, it's, it's art in, in, a, in a certain way and um, people are going to fuck with it or they're not going to fuck with it. So what I've noticed is, like, what I've done for myself and what I've noticed is like, just control what I can control and then just like put out quality uh, and then just like doing as much as I can um, from what I can do in, in my own seat. So that's kind of like the approach that I've done with it. Um, do I have like the biggest following? So don't take my word for like <laughs> as the Bible, but like at the same time, it's like it's working though. It's so working. It's, yeah. it's working for me. Yeah. So you know where you are now. Yeah. So that's that's good. Yeah. How do you feel about like the the quality versus quantity? Because I feel like this is a question that not only us, but it's, a lot of people it's have. The million dollar yeah, question. exactly. <laughs> like for us, it's like how important is it to just put post, yourself out there? Post, put, yeah, quality, post yeah. content versus like all right, we need to make this look good, look visually appealing, yeah. and we go through this that. You know, all the fucking time. So, what, yeah. like, what's your take on it? How do you feel like about a balance it? or something? There's a, <laughs> I mean, that's again, like, going through those variables of like, okay, can I control it? Can I not? Um, those are the things, like, it just depends on the type of content. Um, it's tough because they always feel like, oh, yeah, you got to post on TikTok every single day for the algorithm to get you. It's like, like well, Gary, Gary already, Vee says that shit. He's, yeah. like, he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. He's like, post looks. 30 times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And like, and I love Gary Vee, don't get me wrong, but like, there's there's certain levels to it where I kind of disagree because like, let's just take gaming for example. Like, if I do a lot of my a lot of my audience, like we call them the kingdom, like hence the word Lord Enzo, like the kingdom. Yeah. I try uh, to yeah. I try to keep it thematically. Okay. Dude, I love your fucking logo too. Yeah. Thank you, I appreciate sick. that. Yeah. Thank you. I love the the um, what's it called typography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I try to do is like just merge like grungy, like J Balvin meets Travis Scott meets Lord Enzo, and that's kind of like what I, what I came up with. Um, and yeah, so like just there's just so many there's just so many like what's that, like a good way? There's just like so many ways and, and paths to take. So just like just take one, yeah, and then go from there. Because like if I if I would have just kept doing the same thing that I was doing, you know, a year ago in my content, like I've only been doing this for not even two years yet, like July. 26 will be my two-year mark and so like the fact that i was able to win a recruitment challenge with an overwatch league team the houston outlaws yeah. and then get onto phase and then just 
connect with, like have different phase found. Like I was just hanging out with Apex and, and Rain yesterday uh, at, a, at a phase event um, and just being able to just do that in, in just not even two years. Yeah. Is is crazy. What did uh, somebody like Valkyrie, who's like huge into the to the gaming world, or what did Tim the Tatman do, or Doctor Disrespect, or even from some of the Phase founders? And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, like if they did, if I do what they did in the very beginning, like I wouldn't, I will not grow because it's just it's just so overly saturated. Um, so like literally just just do it however you want it. Like just put your own twist to it every single time. Make your own blueprint. Yeah, I love that. I think if I can offer any, like I'm no, you know. Uh, I'm not a huge person to like in the I guess like creative space yet. Like I know eventually I won't well get there. Um, oh, yeah. But I think if I can offer any advice, I've been putting out a lot of content for you know a while now. It's like you have to have you're consistently putting out like regular content, right? Like you're not putting a crazy amount of effort. You're not super worried about visually. Like you're yeah. you're putting it out consistently, and then in between those like bouts, there's certain points where you can kind of. Uh, fit in your higher yeah. higher you know quality content one that takes you a little bit longer to edit and that sort of thing so I would say that's just a little bit more of like a long-term kind yeah. of approach to it because yeah. for if you're if you're putting out super high pieces of quality all the time you're gonna get burnt out especially because not <laughs> yeah. all of those are gonna be high performing yeah. um, and that's just what I've learned like over you know doing this for for a while now it's like you have to you know let yourself go and kind of just you know roam free with that and going off of that word like schedule is like uh, for me, it's like I used to be like I try to be really I have like stints where I'm like super super strict on the schedule and I've noticed like I get like more stressed out whenever okay like it's already 3 p.m. on a Monday and I and it's already 3:01 like oh shit like and then I just start stressing myself out more so I feel like if you put yourself like in a rough schedule one where it's like it's it's bendable like that is like when you're you're gonna be free flowing a little bit more and you're gonna be less stressed out um, but like when you put yourself like on a really strict schedule. At least that's how like I work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know some people like rely on schedules and they need like yeah. organization. Boring, it, yeah. So like it's just like finding out how what works for you, and that's what I'm saying. Like make your own blueprint. Exactly. Going back to that theme. Yeah. Whatever works, because we're all different. I mean, we yeah. all have different. Right. Budgets, so, right. You know, we know ourselves better than anybody else. No way you're gonna perform the best so, yeah. and what works, but what's gonna make it more sustainable over right. long term, right? Like that's that's the thing. It's just kind of like a ticking time bomb. It's like not. If it's gonna happen, it's like when. If you're if you're putting out like a super high output of stuff constantly, that like you know it's semi decent, or again you have that like content where it's just uh, it's kind of like it's good content, but you're not putting a crazy amount of effort into it. It's not taking you a long time, and then those small right. bouts of like higher performing content, you know, it, it'll eventually catch on. So for anybody that's like trying to get into the social media stuff or like trying to put their stuff out there, it's it's important. Just yeah. longevity, how long yeah. you can do it. So I'm excited to talk a little bit about like your your job and you're, you're working yeah. as a creative strategist. That's the actual. That's, you know, that's the title. That's the big right? white title. Okay, yeah. cool. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, yeah, that's like. Yeah. What what's like your role and what do you what do you handle like on a daily basis? Yeah. So I love. Uh, I'm still trying to figure it out, okay. honestly. Um, but what's really cool is like like I told you guys earlier, like I've been in the esports scene for about eight years like seven actually literally eight years in like I've mostly done just volunteer stuff yeah. so um, a lot of like I've done a lot of internships I did a lot of volunteering while I was still like competing while I was still trying to make content so like yeah. a lot of that is like one reason why I went back to like after I graduated with my undergrad you know a couple years later during like the peak of COVID like I went for for grad school just trying to always like just figure out to level myself up and then also fund my content. Because I use my scholarship to just fund my content. Like I never pocketed any of the money that I made. It was just, all right, how do I put it back into my streams? Yeah. How do I put it back into new cameras, new new microphones? And yourself. Yes, 100%. And um, yeah, so with my job is I'm basically the middleman between all of our departments. So like we have content, talent, creative, marketing, sales, and production. Um, so I'm kind of like the middleman of like, I'm like the people's champion okay. and that's kind of like what I do for, for my streams as well. Like being like that smaller creator and, nice. and just want to like be the people's voice. And so instead of like going like completely corporate or completely commercializing everything at phase, like we're really just zeroing back on like, okay, what's, what made phase clan phase? What's going to get our audiences excited? What's going to get, you know, people like, like I was saying earlier, like phaseify everything. Yeah. And, um, what I'm really trying to do is just like 
when it comes to branded content, like take Ghost for example, one of our, our biggest, biggest partners. Um, how do I like put a can of Ghost and it being organic and authentic? And I know that those two words get thrown out like so much nowadays. They're important, They're important though. And, and I think what the, people know those words exist, but they still don't even, especially a lot of brands out there, like they, they know they exist, but they don't do anything. They don't act on it because they're like, ah, you know, the old ways work and you know, we're just gonna keep doing what the old ways, so. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's my job. Is what what my favorite part is like the ideation of just different content ideas and and how do we put ghosts with our creators and then how do I like you know make that the branded stuff cool and and excite people and actually get you know people from um, like they see it on TV or their phones and then to actually buying the product and then yeah. making it make sense. Yeah. Um, so that, and that's all something, you know, off camera, like I was so excited when, when ghosts got brought on because like our previous partner, like I would never drink their stuff. And I, and for me, I like, that's why like on stream, I'm, I'm like, Oh yeah, use code phase for 20% off or whatever. Like I really just, because I, I believe in it. And then also like I use it myself because yeah. I know like the economy is hard out here. Like I'm not going to tell you, Hey, go buy this chair. If I, if I'm not the Dude, one, you can, and you can tell when people are like, it's like, they're just force feeding their audience. Yeah. And, and people like are just not susceptible to mm -hmm. that. Like, the, no, cause they've caught on. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they know. They know. Our they parents' know. generation—they're a little slower when it comes to the yeah. They're like, side, but they'll—they'll they'll believe anything. They're, they're like, like, oh, and then they come tell me. They're like, hey, we should buy some of that. I was like, like let me explain to you that that's why it's not, not a good yeah. idea. Yeah. So, so yeah, people are people are getting you know they're taking the blinders down from from what's again organic and transparent right. and like and that's so important today. It's like being open and honest and like you know showing that showing that emotion showing that you're a human being instead yeah. of. You know, just this influencer that's trying to sell this skinny tea. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people just—they know they caught on. Like yeah. they, you can't do that anymore. Skinny tea, skinny tea, and, uh, and whitening strips. That's uh, like no, oh, god, god. I know. <laughs> 2019, like every influencer was like shoving whitening strips down my damn throat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fucking the light, the UV light or whatever. Oh, yep, <laughs> yep. I'm like, dude, you look like a fool. Yeah. Take that damn thing and then out of your mouth. Some of them are like, I've been using this for years, but finally I'm getting paid to whatever. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> no, you weren't. So, so how did you land the, the job, man? Like, did you apply like a normal person? Did yeah. You kind of like, like, did it help being in the actual, you know, competition? Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, when I when I applied for, so whenever I was with the Houston Outlaws, like the first the the first team I was with, I was strictly a content creator, and then um, after I want to say. November of last year, I was like, oh shit, like they're not gonna resign my contract because there's budgeting things. And to be honest, like when you look at a brand and just being real, like when you look at my analytics, like a lot of these brands, a lot of these organizations like only caring about, you know, how much, how many, how many eyes are you putting into my brand? Yep. And I remember like, I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, I, for, for my size, like I know I can be like a better on camera person or I can be just a better ideator than people with 10 million followers or 20 million followers who don't even do, you know, newsflash. A lot of people in the in the space like not even thinking of their own content ideas anymore. Yeah. Like they have people just hired for them, and mm -hmm. then they're kind of just like the face of their own brand. That's that, that's that's another discussion yeah. to have. Yeah. But um, and yeah, so I whenever my contract didn't renew, um, I the the Houston or the Face uh, Clan announced the recruitment challenge for Phase One. Um, applied and then I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't even get into the top 100. I saw a LinkedIn post. Um, they were looking for a creative strategist, and I looked at them like, huh? Like if I wasn't doing content, like that would be my dream job. Like doing, um, like ideating content, doing brand stuff, being able to use like my degrees in marketing, and like finally being able to do what I do in the tier one level um, of esports. Because I remember that I applied to this job as a because I played Overwatch semi-professionally as well. I was like in that middle between like tier two and tier one. And I remember there was this job there like looking for, for coaches. And one of the descriptions was like, oh, we're, we will teach you how to coach Overwatch. I'm like, oh, dude, like this Easy. is a quick summer job. I'll be able to fund my content and, and just do it like that. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, no, like you didn't meet the qualifications. I'm like, I literally like played at the professional level. <laughs> I stream. Uh, it was like a whole thing. And so like I just kept hitting those roadblocks and I was getting like interviews, but it was just not nothing was sticking. And I was like, and again, those are like the things that you get into your head. And, and finally, like I just went back into content when I was like, okay, if they're not gonna take me serious with a with an undergrad, 
Let me Go find a way. School. Let me get. A, let me get a master's degree. Let me. Let me see if that's gonna help me. So I know a lot of times, like people, kind of shit on school, but at the same time, you can definitely shit on school. But you learn a lot. You do, You definitely yeah, do learn yeah. a lot. And a lot of times, it's like what you put into it. And I feel like what I've paid is like having a reason to move out. Move out to LA because like what I've done in the last. I've been here for about seven months now, almost eight. What I've been able to do that is like more than I've been able to do in the last eight years of my career in, in gaming. Um, so I applied to LinkedIn, uh, got interviews like, you know, before the, the competition started. And I remember like, uh, my boss was like, okay, like I'm just going to let the competition go. Nobody, like, I'm not going to say anything to anybody. Cause I was like, like, I don't want any help to get into the top 20. Like if that's going to happen, it's going to happen because of me and my content. Yeah. No, you know, like, you know what? I respect that. So like we literally like didn't even talk for like a couple months after and I didn't realize that they were still having their sights on me and I was like oh shit like they held this job for me for like three months which is like in the corporate oh, world like dude day. yeah it's, and there was like 250 applications Cause, yeah, cause you, need, you need when you at you were posting for nat for you know post job posting you need someone yeah, yeah. You, you need, you need, you need the them, fact yeah. that they kept it like for me and I had no idea because like again I, I stopped communication I like I didn't Again, I wanted to just be purely like nobody's gonna help organic. me get into the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah organic. Organic. And um, so yeah, it was definitely <laughs> it was definitely uh, a process. And then I don't think my my current manager at the time he was like, oh shit, I didn't know you were gonna be uh, top twenty. So I guess we're gonna have to hold the job for you longer. Yeah. I was like, I felt bad but at the same time. I'm like, fuck, man, I can't. Because I remember like, <laughs> like nobody knows this, but at the time I, I was like, okay, like. I actually chose the job because, like, as a phase employee, you can't be in competition. You can't be in the competition because yeah. there's obviously, like I was saying, conflict of interest, and that's why I didn't want anybody um, to be involved. And actually, I was like, I was like, you know what? Maybe the top twenty doesn't work, but I'm just gonna accept the job, and then you know. Yeah. And and I knew like for and for me, it was like there's a level of like I knew because of my content and the size that I was and, and being an Overwatch player where FaZe is like traditionally Call of Duty, I was like, you know what, maybe I can get into FaZe in a different way and then my dream is still uh, being a content creator for FaZe Clan one day, but like I'm just gonna take it a different path because like I said, like the blueprint out there is just like, it's so, you can just create it yourself that I wanna be the first person like, okay, came in through a recruitment challenge, got a job, Work the work the corporate world, phaseified everything, and then made it as a content creator. Yeah. Like Hon that would be my honestly, that'd be even better because like now you know how the corporate works. Yeah, and then as a content creator, you're gonna help the company even more because yes. you know how they work, what they're looking for. And so yes. now it's just content. It's like I'm trying to be like the Beyonce, booming. like the triple threat. Like she can dance, sing, and, and act. No, dude, 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 I'm trying to do like marketing content on yeah. the corporate side of, of, of gaming. So you're sick. Hundred percent. Like I want to be in those meetings, whether yeah. I'm a creative yeah. strategist or I'm a content. Yeah, because like there's, there's a lot of content creators that I mean, they're just you know they're they're the face, like you were saying. Yeah. But like they don't know in those what happens no. in those meetings or yeah. like they don't and like know it's, the it's decisions like, that I, are being made. I'm trying to tell them like. And this is quite like I want to be the people's champion, like not only for the community, but also for like our talent as well. I'm like, hey, they're using your name in these meetings. You guys should probably have a, a bigger stake in these conversations. Yeah. So like, cause you know, people not saying like that's luckily, like I'm, I work with a really, really solid team and everybody shares the same vision. But like, again, like they're just putting all their, their trust into us. But I'm like, like, yeah, we're doing good things for you guys. But at the same time, like you should probably, although we're still like, having your best interests at, at heart, you still be in those conversations and because they should be in those meetings because it's like it's affecting them it's kind of like it's like voting yeah like you should really fucking vote because yes. this is literally affecting your life yes and who knows what you need more better than yourself so you got to be in the meeting give your ideas exactly. you know, get that feedback and shit so it's like 100 percent. 100 so that's kind of like the long-term play right like angle like yeah. kind of just doing phase doing content creation yeah. for for like yourself that's that's, that's it's it, it's tough man i mean I've, I've been in this role for five weeks hitting my sixth week on on monday officially I haven't gotten I haven't gotten fired yet. Going strong. <laughs> strong. I haven't gotten fired yet. Um, but I've been able to do amazing, amazing things already. Um, one of the things that I was able to do, like as a side project, because I'm an Overwatch content creator, that's kind of how I got my my start. Um, and one of the things was I've been in the community for about five six years, but it was always hard for me to get into these like big content creator events or like these specific discords or 
making the right connections. And finally, I was able to like, be like I, I went up to Blizzard Entertainment, who you know who owns Overwatch, and I basically told them, like, hey, like I want to bring Phase back into the Blizzard ecosystem. How can we do that? And uh, one of their things were they were doing a, a Twitch creator program, and normally these creator programs are for people with like, you know, thousands of views, concurrent like live views or millions of followers, you know, like the Pokemains, the XQC, like those big big names. <laughs> and uh, seeing my name in that list with like three other phase content creators was like I was like, damn, like Fuck I yeah. did that in just literally. I think at the time I was like three three and a half weeks in. I had to do was ask. <laughs> yeah, and so, um, and I literally like I was working on set at I don't know if you guys are familiar with Phase Rug. Yeah, working at his house, like being there. As, oh, I've yeah. been watching this guy for like ten plus years, so being at his house, working there with him, you know, helping you know create a storyline and doing different deliverables and things, and then at the same time, like taking a meeting with Blizzard, talking about okay, like we have these three creators, and then myself, I want to throw myself in there. Yeah. Um, it's like again, there's. It's like, there's no blueprint. Nobody told me that I could or could not do it. So it's kind of just like, oh, let me just see. Just slide in here Let me poke quick. the bear a little yeah. bit, see how far I can, you know. You yeah. never know if you don't ask. You know? exactly. you have to put never self-eliminate is like the thing that I've, exactly. I, I've really learned. Exactly. So. You, never, you never know, even like, they always say like Gary Vee and shit, like just shoot a DM. You know, like, I mean, like you never know. And so even with you, you know, like shot you a DM, hoping for the best and like yeah. answer that way. So those are the things that like, you know, don't be afraid to ask, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Like build connections with people, like yeah. people are dope. Like this, yeah, this yeah. is the best thing when we just get to sit down. Like yeah. conversation with I will say like what, what people is, is like when, whenever they're asking like, okay, well, how do you, how do you network? Like for me, it's like, what I'm trying to do is like, if I'm not, if I can't go to the, like the movie theaters with you or bowling with you, like I don't want to make business. Like actually have like organic, again, going back to that word, relationship <laughs> with word. people, like figure out like, instead of like, Hey, my name is like Lorenzo. I'm a creative strategist at face. Like I never tell people I just work at a gaming company. Like, yeah. you know, something small. And then like people are like, as I get to know them, they're like, Oh, like, what do you, like, where do you work? Like, Oh, face clan. Like, they're like, Oh shit. <laughs> but like, I've already like, whenever before you get to that oh shit moment like we've already like had a drink together or we went to like to the movies together or dinner and so it's like now i'm like hey like you want to make go on a podcast or you want to cop in my stream or do you want to like make a video together like let's just have fun people are more inclined to do it like that and i feel like especially like in the la space or, or where content is very you know prominent uh, it's or prominent it's it's very important to build like genuine connection with people because a lot of times like again there are people who are like just there for cloud or whatever yeah. so it's like it's important to like weed out those people and then just like just being aware of your surroundings give, give a shit about people yes that's a big thing like yeah. i think a lot of people always want something and that's yeah. like the biggest thing is like oh you're trying to get in you're trying to you know do this do this do this and like even the other day someone like messaged me like hey can you put me in with ghosts i'm like <laughs> like that's not how it works like i appreciate you reaching out yeah. like i'm gonna let you know like a couple things here provide value like you know build build relationships do all these things yeah. and then like you know reach out after that and then so like and they took it they took it you know cool like but that's the biggest thing is like give a shit about people like genuinely care about you know building relationships and you know that, that sort of thing it always has to come first before anything any exchange of anything yeah. goes on it's super important whether it's in a business or, or yeah, it's like, anything so. what do they say the do things without uh, like expecting something return. Yeah, yeah, yes, of course, 100%. And that's why, like, I, I, what I love about content creation so much, because like, even if I had zero viewers watching me, I'm still gonna be putting my horns. Like, if you guys have watched my stream, like, I have like a bunch of horns. I have like just, yeah. <laughs> I like, I make it like very DJ Khaled, like meets Twitch. You know what I'm saying? So like, just trying to find ways to like make myself like different. And one of the things, like, in the marketing term, is like in the marketing world, we say like, you know customer retention yeah and what i feel like in my content is like i take that corporate bullshit word out and i'd be like how do i make you feel like you're the only person that i'm streaming to that's why like every single new person that chats i like i give them like a special horn yeah. i shout their name out and that's like the advantages of being like a, a smaller creator because like if you look at other creators whether it's live content or, or offline content like there's millions of comments and or hundreds of thousands or whatever and for me like if i have you know hundred people coming in and out but they're talking having a great time that's all I care about and like just you know yeah. that customer retention word is like how do I make you feel special and like and I'll have like I have a core community the kingdom I have a core core community that I have the same names coming back for the last year year and a half now so like okay. that to me 
it's like okay we're doing something like raw and yeah. that's what i love yeah right. you're building those you're building your family you're yeah. building your, your, your kingdom that's cool and yeah. even when i hopped on your stream the first time i literally remember it so, so specifically he's like yo what's up john i'm like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> he just said my name <laughs> it's like, you can see me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's cool it's cool to see that and like it's it's genuine and it means a lot so like, yeah keep doing your thing we're, we're so excited to watch you and see like what Thank you do and i think it's so cool that now you have you know you put in all this work dude like all this stuff and hearing you kind of you know say is yeah. being a creator is it's so it's such a fucking hard job and I'm, it's cool to see like now you have this um, you know, vehicle right. that'll take it to that yeah. next level. And that's what, I, that's what I'm trying to enjoy, man. Like, I, I, I have to remind myself, like, damn, like, I'm working at the phase, like, even though I was there as a, as a competitor, but now I'm, like, working there as, like, a employee. I'm like, scenes. holy shit, like, I'm here, like, working, and I see, like, the founders come in and, and everything like that, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, holy shit, like, let me enjoy it instead of thinking, like, okay, I got into phase, now what's the next thing? Or, like, I just got a, a thousand followers on Twitch, okay, what's the next thing? Like, I'm trying to just enjoy moment. it, You're living live in the, the moment. moment. Yeah. And because like before, you know, it's like it just it's gone. goes like that. It yeah. just goes like that. That's so sick. Because now you're in there, like it's casual, like yeah. you know, no, nothing crazy. Yeah. That's sick. I, I, you know, uh, who Rob Deerdick is, Fancy yes. Factory. Yes. So <clears throat> I also got a degree in marketing. Nice. Um, but um, I did a, a internship for Street League. Oh, shit. And it was at the Fantasy Factory. So, That's like, awesome. I was able to get in there, and I was in there. And it was, it's crazy because you see it on TV, and right. there's a lot of shit going on. Right. But really, it's just a bunch of offices, <laughs> a bunch of corporate people, and right. we're, just, we're just all doing our job in there. Yeah. And it's like, the place is always empty. Yeah. That was a really surreal moment, but no. shit like that. Like, yeah. I know that feeling where it's like, oh, shit. People and, see it, and they want to go. Right. But now you're in there and it's like yeah, just no, and casual, normal shit. Yeah, and that's why I'm trying to like what, whatever the, the content ideas that I have is like, okay, how do I like, a lot of people want to get into esports, they want to get into gaming, they want to get into contests. Like, how do I do like a day in a life where there's been literally probably billions of videos out there that are about vlogs. And so what I'm trying to do is like, okay, how do I be different? Like, I'm very unique. Like, there's not many creative strategists. Not only, I'm the only one in phase and then not only just in phase, but like in the esports e ecosystem as a whole, like there's not many creative strategists to begin with. So I'm like, why don't I just do like day in the life of a creative strategist? Like if okay. I say like now or to like anybody, like nobody can take my idea because like I'm the only one doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So like what I'm trying to do is like, I'm really just trying to say like, okay, here's the day in the life. This is like the raw part of it. This is the shitty part of my day. Here's the cool parts. And then like I do a lot of cool shit, but then here's like the other, you know, not so fun shit that I have to do as well. So like just trying to give people like a different scope. You're you're about to you're about to make other companies have that position. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna yeah. be like, oh shit, we need a creative strategist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you guys are familiar with like a hundred thieves, they brought in an intern. Um, his name is JHB, and uh, he first started as a as a video editor for one of their um, one of their groups. Came in, uh, they they gave him the position as like a TikTok intern. That group that he was editing with, they got they kind of got chopped off. They went their separate ways, went to different orgs. He stayed on as an intern, built out their TikTok, and this is as, a, as a, in a corporate position as an, this is an yeah. intern. And then yeah. now he's a now he's a content creator for. He's oh, yeah. still managing the TikTok, but he's able to put his face on it. And like, I'm like, I was like, I can do that like as well. And he kind of like trailblazed it. And this kid yeah. is like maybe, I think he just turned 20 like Fuck. a month ago. <laughs> so Fuck. I'm like, I'm like, okay, like there's yeah. definitely like oh, that's yeah. what I tell the people like the the content world is like. Even though YouTube has been around for about you know 10, 12 plus years or whatever, like there's just so many like technology is always improving all the time. So there's just like so many ways to be creative, um, and so like there like yeah like there, there's just no blueprint. Like a lot of times like in sports, for example, like oh I have to copy what LeBron James did. If I didn't get into when I was 18, then I'm fucked. Or and I used to do that especially with soccer. Like you know Lionel Messi is like oh he signed when he was like eight years old on a, on a napkin yeah. in, in a restaurant like. I don't have that, but like, there's ways to like create your own story that like brings you to where you are now. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I love that dude. Oh, well, we don't want to keep you here forever. We uh, like, enjoyed it so much. Everything you had to say, and I think it was so cool to you know just pick your brain and hear where you're coming from. And uh, I think are they all good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was so cool to like pick your brain and hear your story, and I think it just it, it helps a lot, kind of shed light on like creatives and what you do and kind of the back end and all the work and all the work. Respect, respect. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. If you're, um, but yeah, 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 it's it's super cool and I think it's gonna help a lot of creators out there. And so 
Um, we'll like make sure we put all of Lorenzo's stuff and make sure you guys go check out his stream. He's got <laughs> you. He's got some like super cool stuff, and uh, I'm excited to you know get to work you know more and more with like this stuff and phase. And yeah, stuff. man. That's crazy, dude. I didn't I didn't know it was like a whole switch. G Fuel knocked out, and then Ghost came in for that. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Fuck. It's, it's quite crazy. That's a lot of a lot of cool shit happening with with Ghost in the pipeline. So. Fuck really, yeah. Like, they're going. They're going all guys. in, man. They're going all in. They have. They have. They kind of have to. A lot of money uh, was dude, put on, I mean, on, on it, but yeah. aside from that, I mean, how long a lot was, of cool shit happening. How long has like Faze and G Fuel been like ten partners? Years. Fuck. They even had like the ten year anniversary earlier this year. Damn, that's crazy. And then goes kind of like knock 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 knock. knock <laughs> here we come. Is this <laughs> where it is. It's the right address. Yeah. yeah I mean, Ghost is like they're like tra- like trailblazing. Yeah. Shit. Hell yeah. Ghost is a huge, you know, before this, like, they weren't huge, you know, like, they were yeah. a big brand, but yeah. like, this is, like... No, I would say, like, the within the last six months, they really just this took everybody cool. by like, storm. This yeah. is gonna fucking... Damn, really I wonder what change. that, I wonder what that's gonna do for G Fuel. Because I feel, I feel they like... They have a fa- lot of problems I feel like, happening right now. I feel like there, FaZe so. kind of, they're there, G Fuel's there because of FaZe, I feel. I mean, that, that partnership was one of our biggest, or two of our biggest creators. We had Nick Mertz and, and FaZe Rug, uh... And, and Nick Merckx is big into fitness as well. So that was like something that I was like, for me personally as a fan before even joining, I'm like, huh, like, do we really know if he actually is drinking that shit or is it like, cause you know, like this guy, is, he's, he's big, he's a big boy. Yeah. And so like for me, um, we still have like different creators who are, you know, have their own drinks with, with G Fuel. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the biggest things that they do is like they have for like their creators, yeah. they like have their own drink or their yeah. own little fucking powder or whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, again, there's going to be so much that I'm not even, I don't even know what's going to happen. Uh, and then the stuff that I'm personally working on with Ghosts and then with our creators, is, there's a lot of really, really cool shit happening. So. Yeah, it's going to be sick, man. Fuck. Well, hell yeah. We appreciate you guys for watching. We love you so much. Make sure you tell your mom about the episode. She might already know. Uh, but we love you guys. <laughs> That's we'll right. And we'll see you in the next one. Okay, bye.